You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome to A Step Further, a weekly podcast of Kingsway Christian Church. My name is Andy Lynch, Connections Pastor here at Kingsway. We are talking about the chapter of Goliath Must Fall called Anger Must Fall. And I'm joined by Darren Simpson, our student pastor, and Kyle Krober, our outreach pastor here today. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. And, and For sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you taking some time. Kyle, we gave a few different options, and you said I'll either take this one or this one, Anger was one of those. So what, what gravitated you towards this topic? Well, I, I can't even remember the exact day that you asked about the anger topic, but uh, I'd say within the past month, we've had an incident come up in my life that has caused the most consistent anger huh. that I've ever had to deal with. Super angry. And so it's so timely <laughs> <laughs> that we're talking about this because God has... Uh, either allowed this to come into my life to shape me and mold me. So, um, yeah, it's it's very applicable for me right now. Okay. When I look at Kyle there, and I don't know. Anger's like the he's, last word. Uh, he's not angry. So I will say this. It, it's not just this recent incident. Um, my nickname in college was Angry Crobes. No way. What? Yep. Yeah, because I would have these, you know, so it, it, it's, it's deeper than this. I would have these, like, just lash outs of just, you know, frustration that would just come out of me. But, yeah, on the surface, I'm like, yeah, I'm calm, Crober, you know, peace, no big deal, but... There's, you know, there's a little stuff under there we're all dealing with. So suppresses a little bit and then just volcanoes. That's exactly right. I'm a volcano, Mount St. Helens. I was born in 80, so it makes sense. That was also in 80. It's, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Darren, how does this this topic, this uh, title, as you work with students, as you've done that over the years, I mean, anger is a root for for so many people. Right. Yeah. For me personally, this is one that, like, I struggle with wanting to talk about this piece. I'm like the, the, what they talked about at the beginning of the book, where like nobody just says I'm angry. Yeah. But at the at, in the end of it, like I'm I'm I. All right. So here's this. Here's the my flesh talking. You okay. ready? I hate incompetence. Like I struggle with it. That's one of my all time. And most of it comes to like when I'm behind somebody and I'm driving. <laughs> right. Maybe somebody else who's listening can relate to this. It's like, what are you doing? Move. Get off your phone. Right. Or that kind of stuff. That's where I, 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 I have issues. <laughs> I have a problem. Um, but when it comes to students, a lot of times it's more so working with parents and like how they deal with stuff, whether okay. that be sure. proactive or reactive. And oftentimes Anger comes out of that reactive tension whenever your kids do something they shouldn't do and you're like, what are you doing? Right? That kind of stuff. So it just kind of sits in that in that world. And I mean, it, it's, it's an everyday common problem. And the reality is we need to talk about it because yeah. it's not sin itself. It's okay to be angry. Right. It's okay to have that emotion of anger. Right. But when that anger causes you to go down a path that changes the way you act towards somebody or look at somebody, that kind of stuff. When it turns into sin, it can change our mindset. So, yeah. My son, the other day we were driving and I forget what happened. I I don't think I was angry, but I must've been. And and he goes, (laughs) like a driver in front of me did something, cut me off. And he said, wouldn't it be cool if we had a sign in our car that said, you know, you could communicate with the other drivers by typing in whatever. And I said, that's, that's a terrible idea. Can you imagine (laughs) the road rage? And he's like, oh yeah, I didn't think of that. But can you imagine if we had flashing signs, we could program the accidents we'd have on the road? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I told my wife a long time ago that the, 
uh, I learned this. Somebody told me this. Like, if somebody cuts you off, it's like, just assume that they have diarrhea and they're really in a hurry. I mean, that's just the way it works well, that for was me. me this morning. I, I, I Wait, brought what? out a honk from oh, somebody okay. not the diary, at, at a roundabout. Diarrhea, so, no, not, yeah, yeah, no. So I probably caused some anger this morning. So that's sorry awesome. to whoever. Well, it's an easy topic to dive into because yeah. we all deal with it. We all experience anger. Uh, I love what the book said about Eliab. I'd never thought of this, but there was a seed of anger planted in Eliab's heart. And that, that really struck me because we can trace our anger normally back to something, to a situation, to someone that's wronged us, or at least we feel like we've been wronged. And, and, and I think that's the starting point. But we're as Americans, as guys, we're, we're not reflective. We're not going to stop and think about it and try and uncover, you know, how that all started. And so is that kind of the start that you guys have been kind of processing through? Kyle, what struck yeah, you about yeah. the book? So I think the first of all is the acknowledgement that there is anger. Mm. It's, it's an emotion that we need to embrace and then we need to be able to handle it correctly. And so I think to say, oh, don't be angry. Don't get, well, Jesus modeled that. I mean, that he modeled it rightly for us and how to handle anger. In your anger, don't sin. It says, it doesn't say, you know, don't ever be angry. Right. So I think there's, there's almost a, a piece in that, that, okay, anger is an emotion and, and how do I handle it? not to sin in my anger. Mm -hmm. Jesus never calls us to sin. So how do we handle that? So kind of getting to my story, um, recently just walking through a, a really tough situation of betrayal mm. of friendship. And I've never had to deal with that before. And so these feelings of anger are at new levels that I've never felt. And you know, the, the sinfulness in me wants to, you want to lash out. You want to go and do something to inflict the pain that was put on you to inflict on them yeah. so that they can feel what you're feeling. And, um, but of course that's, that's not the right response. Um, and so I think one, one way that God has, and of course so many things are timely. I remember pastor Matt just gave a message. was talking about, um, you know, how do you, you love your enemies? Well, in this situation, I would view this person's almost become an enemy in my mind, right? And so we're to, to pray for them. I thought, I mean, that is just so counter to what the world says. Mm -hmm. Like the world would say, yeah, man, go do what you want to do. Right. Enjoy it. You're you know? justified. You're justified yeah. in doing what you feel like you want to do. Um, but how do we respond in love? How do we pray for this person? And so it's, it's hard to go against the sinful nature and to seek after God. And I love, there's, there's a part in here um, on page 158 in the book, and I just, I just wrote it down as a small quote, but it says, whenever we're angry, we can rally back around the cross mm. because the wrath of God that is justified because he's holy was met and Jesus is our peace at the cross. Wow. And so at this Easter time, as I'm dealing with the situation in my life, like it, God is just so clearly giving me pathways to deal with anger and pointing me to the cross, that all things point to Jesus in the cross and that God's wrath and anger over me was satisfied through Jesus on the cross. And so, man, who am I to not be able to say, man, I forgive. I may still be a little upset and bothered by it. And that's just the humanness of it. But to ultimately to say, man, I, I forgive. And to honestly say that and to know that, man, I've been forgiven much. I can forgive. And so really this Easter season and this book and has really helped me be able to deal with something pretty significant in my life that, um, yeah, it's just really centered on anger. So it's, um, I'm still walking through it. I mean, sure. I think I, I will for a while, sure. but, um, God is definitely shaping me through this situation. So. 
I love how forgiveness frees us. And, and a lot yeah. of times, you know, we don't think that person did me wrong. And so I'm going to stay angry at them because I'm going to hold that against them when really they're holding the power in our lives. And it's not necessarily, you don't trust that person yet, Kyle. And, and maybe you never will. But by forgiving them, I can already see the freedom you're feeling through that. Right. And there's a verse just to kind of wrap up that thought. Ephesians 4, 31, get rid of all bitterness because that is the root of it. You know, and I, and I don't want to walk around in bitterness that I know anger just is, is like the, the plant and bitterness. is like the root that just causes that to go. I'm maybe stealing all of Darren's stuff. He highlighted. Phone right uh, it must be a good That's thing. Awesome. So, uh, yeah. So that, that bitter root, man, it's, uh, yeah. we're, we're, we got to dig it out and it, I can, I can feel that and sense that in my own life. And so just allowing God to, you know, be the gardener and take care of things that he needs to do in my life. So we are all imperfect beings yeah. and it's so good to, to, I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate your transparency. Those that, that know us as staff members might think, Oh, you guys don't go through that or you've already conquered that. And we have it, you know, right. we are walking one day at a time, just like everybody that's listening, just like everybody in our community and, and God is continually teaching us and it's been good. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I looked at that, uh, I look at David's brother and it's like an ancient version of a Karen, right? Like, and everybody, when we think anger, we immediately go to like that idea of a Karen, but you know, I'm not a Karen. And if your name is Karen, I'm so sorry that society has put this on you, but I love the commercial. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a Karen. My name is Karen. I'm sorry. Your name is Karen. It's an anyway. it's so good. Um, but I look at that and I'm like, man, it, it like who David was to him, it like it burned an idea of I am not good enough. Or, you know, it, it, Louis was even saying like, maybe he reached a little too far into that text, but I'm reading it and I'm seeing the raw emotion as I'm processing it going like, you know, I, he probably felt that like when David was early on and he got recognized as being king and he's not, and, uh, you know, he's the strongest, he's in charge. Like he, and later on there's redemption, which, you know, maybe we get to that story, which is cool. Um, but, but I look at, I look at, uh, David and you see this calm, perfect demeanor, like he can do no wrong, even though we know he did lots of wrong. Uh, and, and but I, I, oftentimes we don't resonate with the person who's bitter or we're, we're mad at or frustrated or that anger starts to set in because as it sits, the anger isn't initially a problem. It's just a vocalization of something or something creeps in. And, and they talked a little bit about that idea of like, we suppress that or we, we hold that in, but eventually it'll get to a point where it shows its ugly head in life. And it usually we don't control who that comes out on, yeah. right? We don't control the emotion and how that comes out to somebody else. Um, and to, to who it is is a problem. So you might be in a situation where it's your kiddo and you're sitting there and everything was fine and then something happens, but it's what, what the issue was early on in the day, but they just happened to be the receipt on the receiving end of that hurt that you felt um, early on in the day. It could be a parent or something. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You had a question. How, how important is it to have someone help a mediator? You know, you think of two spouses, you think of a, a parent and a kid and they're going back and forth. That third party really can play a calming influence if we can go and seek out that right third party. Right. Well, there's a reason we have counselors in place. There's a reason why they get paid the big bucks to help <laughs> us in all of our times and needs. Um, 
but oftentimes we look at that stuff and it's like, oh, we need a professional. I don't know. It, I'm not going to discredit that. I think that's a, a fantastic and there's a lot of need for that. Yeah. But in a basic argument with your kiddo, like having somebody else to help mediate that conversation can be huge. Typically not another teenager because they'll team up against you. Uh, but you know, at some point, like getting clarity uh, in that moment. And I, I'm always a big person that says when it comes to my anger, if I'm, if I'm boiling, if I'm hurting on the inside, that I'm not in a healthy place to have a conversation with anybody. And so it's that idea of getting yourself right, getting yourself in a position, maybe taking a walk and processing what all is going on, what's caused you to get there, and then now getting to a place of of being able to walk back through those things. Because it might not be that situation that initially erupted your anger, but that was the tipping point. So, If you're reading through the book, there in that chapter, there was a pretty comprehensive list of some things that might make you angry. And then later on, he said, there's a million reasons why people are angry today. Please don't let me shrink yours down to a simple phrase. But but really, I mean, Kyle alluded to it. It's, it's starting to identify in your life what makes you angry and, and what are the things that set you off or trigger you. And then maybe take a few steps back, maybe have someone you're walking through that with. It's so important for, for couples, if you're married or if you're in a relationship to, to really know what triggers the other person. And, and then is there a way that you can say nicely, okay, I feel you getting angry. You don't want to come out and, and say right at them, you're really mad right now because that's just going to make it matter. <laughs> but, but how can in the moment we diffuse, Darren, you gave some great tips, go for a walk, take a breath. Uh, maybe just the, the simple, you know, breathing out because the number one, it feels good. And so your body needs something to feel good to diffuse that anger. But then number two, it gives you time that you need. You need that space. Kyle, has there been a, something that you've gone to when you've been feeling that those anger emotions? Uh, you know, we had a counselor back in Ohio that called it your alarm. Your alarm's going off. You feel that heat in your chest or you feel, you know, this part of your body really starting to, to get itchy. There's different alarms we all have. Is there something that you would do in those moments? Yeah, for sure. So there's kind of a opposite of what I shared earlier, a different arena where I deal with anger is with my kids. Um, I can be pretty quick triggered. Sure. And so um, honestly, like Mary and my wife has been excellent at being kind of that, uh, that slow down, like hold on. Like there are many instances where the kids will be doing something and they're in there fighting. And so it's usually either they're getting on each other and fighting and getting loud and wrestling, or, you know, if they just, I feel like they're disrespecting me or not listening or something, you know, and I have to go in for a third time to say the same thing. And so as I start to go in, she'll say, patient, be patient. <laughs> so I'll, I'll literally get that verbal reminder. And sometimes I resent that she even says that, but I'm like, I'm fine. I'm not angry. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> but we've given each other the freedom to be able to call each other out when we see each other getting frustrated or angry. And, you know, if, if you're a parent, you know, when maybe it's best for either you or the other to go in and deal with a situation because they're either not as upset or bothered at the moment. So, um, yeah, we are just able to kind of call each other out and encourage each other to be patient with our kids. Um, and it's, it's really helped to be able to also, um, having the mindset that their children, you know, it's right. like, oh yeah, they are kids. Yeah. They are young. They are immature. I have to remember that. And I don't want to parent in an immature way and model anger in how I respond. So 
it, you know, I can sit here in a podcast and talk all these things, but in a matter of three seconds when stuff heats really quick, <laughs> boom, you know, these things got to come to mind. But yeah, I would say just, just my relationship with Miriam has been great of us encouraging each other in the moment. And obviously there are times when I'm gone or she's gone and we have to deal with things, you know, when we're not there, but uh, when we're there together, it's been great to have each other just kind of say, Hey, you know, watch it, how you go in. So, and then in those three or four seconds, it takes to walk from the kitchen down the hall into the room or something. I'll, okay, I'll calm down and it will impact and affect how I handle the kids. And so it's, yeah, it's been good. Such a good conversation to have with our spouse and to have a game plan going into it. My wife has said, said the same thing. Don't you're the, you're the parent. You're not the child. Right. Yeah, I know. Just stop <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Darren, any final thoughts for, for folks or something that stood out for you in the book? Yeah, I, I like the, the simplicity. We're not perfect. We, we don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to have all of your ducks in a row all of the time. Uh, you know, I think my goal sometimes is I just don't want to end up on the news. Right? <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to. But uh, I, I would say to parents and to families, like, don't expect your kid to understand, but expect them to model. So if you lash out, they're going to grow up learning that understanding of, of how to control their anger or what to do in those moments of anger. They're going to release that anger in the same way. They're going to learn to release that anger in the same way that you release that anger. So yeah. be careful as a parent of that. And the other thing that I would tell you, too, is maybe some of our audience members need to process, why do I get angry this way? Mm. Why do I always do this? Or why does this always trigger me? Like we talked about. What are the things that potentially set you on fire in the midst of that? But beyond that, uh, how, why do I act this way when I get angry? And is there a way for me to start channeling some of that energy into understanding that God loves me, God loves them? Like, uh, you know, it, it, it might be a situation that it, it comes up in a job, or it might be a situation that comes up in your family, um, or in, in relationship, or in the news, or in... Um, politics or whatever we we everybody gets fired up about something uh, but why do we do that why does it trigger us and is there a way for us to start working uh towards one giving that over to jesus because remember he's the one he's the one that's won the battle right right so start by giving that to jesus and have asking for help in that process and two start identifying how you can shift that and move towards that forgiveness, move towards that grace, move towards that more understanding uh, and humble attitude that we see come out of Ephesians 2 or Matthew 25, uh, living in that world of helping somebody else. Yeah. So. If you want to take this conversation a step further, please reach out to us. Uh, we would love to to listen to you, to walk through that with you. Uh, we have a great care pastor, Lyndon Fall, who would love to talk with you as well. We can give him uh, lots of props here because he does such a great job listening and helping folks down their path uh, when it when regards to this or, or really any uh, any type of situation that you're going through. We love having Lyndon here on the staff and and he would love to have that conversation with you. But, uh, but ultimately we want to end with the, the fact that you're okay. You know, so many times in anger, we re react and we lash out because we feel like we're not okay. We're, we're not justified. We're not in control. Um, somebody has wronged us. But in reality, because of Jesus, like Darren said, you're okay. He's saved you. He has forgiven you. He has defeated that giant. And now it's our job to walk in that. Kyle and Darren, thanks so much for joining us Appreciate today. It. Absolutely.